Hello and welcome to the Geeks Guide. I'm Ryan Dawes and with me as usual is my equal-footed assistant, Lucy McKell. Hello. Do you have equal feet? I don't I mean, know. I think I think my but... left one might be a bit bigger. Yeah, I think my right one's bigger. There you go. Started <laughs> off with a fact that you did not need listeners. When you go and buy a car, what would be your sort of process? I imagine I would have a wander around the showroom, see what there is, see what my budget is, see what I can get in my budget, yep. something along those lines. That would be a typical process at the moment, but Singapore wants to change all that because of okay. they are putting cars in vending machines. So they've got a new 15-storey vending machine that contains all different cars, and you order them. So I'd just type in, like, E3, and then I'd get a car fall down, and then it gets stuck. (laughs) And then the next person that'd come along would get, like, D3, and then they'd both come down and they'd get free cars. Hopefully it's not just a massive pile-up at the bottom, (laughs) because these are expensive cars. So it's not just, like, a Ford Focus? Yeah, I can't just get my, my next Ford Focus in it. It's... Their cars are that on my price range. We've got Bentleys in there, Ferraris, Lamborghinis. But, you know, I mean, these are expensive cars, yeah. so I hope you don't have to use the exact change on all of yeah, these. Yeah, I imagine not. That'll take quite a while. Yeah. So, when I take you to a concert, I took you to one recently, Sum yeah. 41. I mean, you're not a big Sum 41 fan, so you oh, were I sort wasn't, of, no. You wasn't it before. So, it seemed like you're struggling to pick up some of the lyrics. And even people who know the songs quite well can sometimes find it difficult to to listen. So the guitarists for Incubus right. have developed a new technology called Mix Halo and it basically allows you to use your own headphones and then via Wi-Fi it will beam audio directly into the audience's ears. Oh, that's cool. So it's kind of like a silent disco, silent cinema type thing. Yeah, it's similar to that and it's but the music is coming direct from the mixing deck as well. So it's still different from just being sat at home and just listening, listening. to your player. There's still a point to going out. I'm concerned it kind of spoils the whole sort of social element a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it'd be hard to like turn around and go, oh, do you want another drink or that yeah, before like gesturing just... to take your earphone out. and. Yeah, you could mouth it, I guess, but I don't know. It, it, I think it's a really good idea. And yeah. yeah. So it's all done wirelessly. It's all done wirelessly. You're not going to like pick up other frequencies, like you're not going to start listening to police radio. Yeah, no, although that would lead to concert. some interesting remixes. To be fair, a lot of Pharrell music probably does have police sirens in anyway, yeah. so, you know. You know, there's a 411 on <laughs> Murder in Progress. Sheet. I haven't heard this Pharrell track. <laughs> Mind you, he's changed quite a bit recently. Yeah, he has. Maybe back in his days with Snoop Dogg and... All that maybe, but possibly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just showed you the trailer for The Gifted. As our X Men yeah. fan, what did you think of that? I thought it looked really good. It's definitely something that I'm interested in watching. Yep. My only concern is that it's going to be a little bit Legion esque. Yeah. I mean, I loved Legion. You seemed a little bit uncertain about it. Yeah, I didn't really get into it that much. The premise of it was quite good, but I'm very simplistic and I like storylines I can follow. Yeah, it was a very <laughs> deep, twisting storyline. I think really, it came together nicely. It did, but... yeah, but it was really jolty, yeah. I found, and I, I mean, found it hard to follow. Yeah, it was It was my favourite show, I think, from really? the past year. I, I loved That's it. That's a lot. Yeah, I mean, there's been some very, very good shows out, and it was just very different. There was nothing else I could liken it to. And it was very, very clever. Yeah. And a great soundtrack as well. Yeah, it did have a good soundtrack, <laughs> I have to give him that one. But yeah, anyway, The Gifted. It looks like it's going to be more 
deeper linked into the sort of X-Men kind of universe. Yeah, they even kind of mentioned it in the trailer. There was a bit about them not knowing whether the Brotherhood was still around. And, and the, the X-Men. X-Men. And, yeah. Yeah, so it was. I think it's going to be good. I, I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. So you had some DC news? I had some Marvel oh, news. Marvel news? Going off X-Men, kind of. Well, it's to do with Avengers Infinity War. Yep. That's hopefully coming out next year. Mm-hmm. They've released a casting want. They want to cast some real-life first responders. Oh, into... I got really excited for a second. Yeah, I'm afraid that you're not a first responder. <laughs> I was trading first aid once, I think. <laughs> I can put plaster on someone. Yeah, that makes... You know, that counts, doesn't it? I can be the first person to put a plaster on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really bloody quick at putting plasters <laughs> on people. But no, they want genuine first responders. They want firemen, EMTs, all of that sort of thing. Because they want to add authenticity to the film is what they were going for. Yeah. So as well as having the superheroes doing superhero-y things against the bad guys. Yeah. They want people who have to work in emergencies and in crisis all day. So they're not playing just advisory roles. They're actually going to be acting. Yeah, they're going to be in the film helping the civilians that are caught up in this crisis as they would every day, kind of giving the first responders a little bit more recognition as well. Yeah, and that's that's quite interesting as long as they can act well. Because I know me, I'm all for acting. It will take me a couple of years to learn. but But it's going to be second nature to them because they're going to be... They just need a bit more imagination, really, that this crisis is actually happening. I guess they probably do have to, for their training, going to situations that are sort of made up, essentially, to to learn. In fact, I know they do. So I guess it's a bit of an extension of that, in a way. Yeah, so they just want firemen and first aiders and all of those ambulance men to come out and help out, really. Yeah, it's good. There are emergency plans for just about everything. There's emergency plans for zombie invasions and everything. So it would be interesting to see, you know, a little bit more big screen. authenticity, as you say. Yeah, and be good. speaking of kind of casting and new job roles, there is a quite a big job role actually now available. Time Warners on their career page, their DC is now looking for a group editor for their Batman series and their Batman family line. Oh, can I get him on this? Uh, um, Should I be trying to jump in before our audience? Um, unfortunately, you'd have to relocate to California. I'm fine with that. Which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but there's also quite a lot of skills listed in the job requirements. Oh, that's me out then. I don't have any skills. Yeah, no skills whatsoever. No, no. <laughs> yeah, including like kind of a bachelor's degree and you need 10 years experience in a similar role. I've been considered a bachelor at one point. <laughs> Not anymore, I'm afraid. <laughs> Not anymore, but... Um, but yeah, they're Mark Doyle, who was the group editor since uh, 2014, I think. That's He's now been promoted to executive editor. Okay. So this role's now available. And it's quite a big deal because the Batman line accounts for, a, I think, about a third of DC's profitability. I'm not surprised. Um, the publishing line, I mean, so... Batman is my favourite, I think, of, yeah. of DC. He's sort of more of your average Joe, apart from being a billionaire. He's just a rich guy in a suit. He's a rich guy in a suit with just gadgets and stuff. That it, it's possible. Like Alfred a lot of, is better. A lot of superheroes have, like, these awesome powers and stuff, which you couldn't have access to. Yeah. But, you know, you can kind of understand Batman a bit for bit more and where he's come from you know the whole situation of his parents and stuff it's all a little bit more realistic yeah that's what i like about batman well if you are also a big fan of batman and you do think that you would be any good then yeah jump onto the time warner's career page and when you get the job send us a thank you and a few thousand pounds 
Yeah. <laughs> and and some nice like American-y sweets and stuff that we don't really get in the UK. That'd be quite good. Proper <laughs> vanilla Coke, that sort of thing. We haven't got a PO box yet, but we'll set that up later. <laughs> well, one guy who's already cast in many roles is The Rock, otherwise known to the rest of us as Dwayne Johnson. And he's already been announced that he'll be playing as Black Adam. So, okay. so that's... That's, you know, quite big news in itself. But he's already announced that he's going to be throwing down the gauntlet with Superman. So that's awesome. going to be a big battle. And I've got a quote from him here, uh, just talking about DC in general. And he said, It's an exciting time right now for everyone at DC because they're in a process now where they are building out their DC universe really nicely. Yeah, I can agree. That, yeah, that's something I 100% agree with. I think they're doing a better job now than Marvel were. Yeah, in TV series, definitely. Certainly in their sort of whole TV, yeah, entertainment kind of side. Their movies still aren't quite up to scratch. Yeah. Hopefully we'll, you know, see that change. I'm really looking forward to Wonder Woman coming out. That's going to be good. Yeah, well, well, speaking of the DC series, we've just gotten past the crossover of the four, the Superman, uh, not Superman, Supergirl, Legends, Flash, Arrow. Arrow. Yeah. What did you think of that? I thought that was just insane. I mean, again, going back to exactly what we were just saying, DC are doing the best job at the moment in doing those crossovers, exactly like you get in the comics, which is, you know, so in-depth. I yeah. really feel for the people who have to keep track of all these massive events. They must just have, like, one of those big sort of detective boards somewhere with... You know, like pins, pins and, and the string strings. and all of that kind of thing. Just trying to keep track of it all. And those guys are gods in themselves, in my opinion. Well, you are going to be very pleased to hear then. Right. The, the network has just confirmed another of the four-way crossover Woo! for mid-1718 season. So oh, it's about good. a year away still. Okay. Um, but the same four, so Supergirl, Flash, Arrow and Legends of Tomorrow. But yeah, they they clearly know they're on to something. This year's crossover week and the network's highest weekly rating since 2010. That doesn't surprise so me. So they're clearly, they know they're on to something. They know that people are enjoying it. The guy, I can't remember who it actually was, that was kind of giving the interview about it, said that they will keep it going and they will keep this the storylines and everything going for as long as people want them to. Keep them going. <laughs> and people clearly want them to. So Even if I'm just alone, then keep just them going. One, just one person watching it on catch-up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not even live. Who watches live these days? Oh, adverts. <laughs> adverts. <Ugh>. Oh. <laughs> well, another big crossover is happening in the comics universe. Right. Superman and Watchmen are going to collide. Oh, okay. In a mini-series called Doomsday Clock that's going to launch in November, we've already seen the comedian's button, which is from the Watchmen. Uh, is that appear... the little like smiley face? Almost yeah, the type little thing. smiley yeah. face thing. Quite iconic. We've already seen that appear in the current Batman and Flash Rebirth series. Yeah from DC and so it's going to be interesting to see how that all ties together it's going to be another sort of timeline affecting kind yeah. of thing so you know, yeah quite no, interesting. definitely and there's another big comic crossover thing that's happening as well so we've had Doctor Who and Mr. Men yep we are now having DC and Looney Tunes <sighs> colliding wow well that's you just bought me the Mr. Men Doctor Who or at least one of them books Have for my birthday i haven't yet 
I keep meaning to. Well, I will come back for you have a review. To, yeah, I have to read that before, before <laughs> next week's podcast. We all wait it's with not exactly breath. a big book. No, so I'm sure I'm, you can read it. I'm hoping I should be able to manage that. As long as the colours are bright and the boards are big. <laughs> well, that's, you're, you're in for a treat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am. But speaking of the Looney Tunes collab, they're making six of them. Okay. A bit later on this year. The two that I'm most looking forward to, though, they're doing a Wonder Woman Tasmanian Devil crossover. Mm-hmm. And they're doing a Batman Elmer Fudd crossover, which is going to be weird. That's going to be weird, but it's going to be awesome. There's, I know that there's another one where Bugs Bunny's in it, but I'm not sure what the other few are. Yeah. So finally, to wrap up, what did you think of the Orville trailer? Oh, yeah. No, that looked really good. I'm not normally a big fan of Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, McFarlane. I know that you've not really got into sort of Family Guy and American yeah, Dad. And... But like Ted I enjoyed, so... So more than movies. Yeah, so... but the, um, and that 10 million ways to die in the West film. Yeah, that film. was a fun film. But yeah, that, the this one looks, there's a very good dynamic looking like it's, and some of the humour. The trailer made me laugh, so that's always a good That's always a good sign. sign. Yeah, no, I mean, it looks great, because you can see it's, it's meant to be kind of like the Star Trek uh, yeah, there's definitely the influence there. You know, like the there. Klingon, almost like Worf. But it just looks a lot sort of funnier, which sounds great to and me. And then obviously you've got the man-ex-wife dynamic. Yeah. Which isn't a spoiler, be. that's in the trailer. <laughs> well, yeah, that's it for this week's episode. So thanks for coming along and listening once again. And we're up to like 600 subscribers now in, in six episodes, which is just... Crazy. Insane. So thanks to all of you guys for listening. And clearly some of you are out there sharing it and, and that kind of thing. So yeah, if you want to hear any about anything in particular see us on social media we're more than happy to entertain (laughs) yep so until next time hopefully we'll have you back for the next episode and take care of yourselves we'll speak to you next week